0: Welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I am one of your hosts, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined by my co-host, Pat Jones. Unscripted Energy is a podcast focused on the healing properties of energy work integrated in everyday things in everyday life. Unscripted because... It's just that, unscripted, unedited authenticity from two people working in the field of energy and spiritual wellness. So tune in, not just to us, but to yourself and experience unscripted energy. hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Unscripted Energy. I am Nora Noble, and I'm joined as always with my co-host Pat Jones. How are you today Pat?
1: I am doing pretty well today. Good. How are you today?
0: I am doing well also. Thanks Good. for asking. Hey, thank you. Yeah. It's As as I will give a shout out, I hadn't intended to do this, but it just popped in my head. Uh, A a dear uh, wellness colleague of mine, he's a a shaman up in the Cleveland area. Iggy Garcia is um, needs needs some love and prayers today. And Iggy always starts every day with and ends every day with, "It's good to be here." And so I always like that that saying. So uh, you know, and I know that he listens. So, Iggy, if you you're, you hear this podcast later next week or week after, whenever you tune into it, um, just know that we're sending you some good healing energy. It is good to be here. So That's
1: yeah. great. Yeah. And it is. It is good to be here. What a nice way to, to start the day yeah. and to start our podcast. And I think a lot of people out there need prayer and healing and... Love and light, so we're going to try and send some of that out today.
0: Yeah, so hopefully Pat picks a good word (laughs) and not a heavy word. Yes,
1: no pressure whatsoever.
0: We never know what it's going to be, but...
1: And it's my turn, and I'm going to, just for good measure, I'm going to... My words are in my singing bowl, so I'm going
0: to go like this. I like it.
1: So what
0: do we got? Okay. Okay, she says. You
1: know, these are always a surprise.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Of course. If you guys can see the look on her face right now.
1: (laughs) And we always
0: go, oh, okay. The word is success. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Success. Success. It's not a light word nor a heavy word. It's just kind of neutral, maybe. Maybe it's, uh, this is going to be interesting. It's always interesting. So, what does our our Wizard of the Word at Merriam-Webster say (laughs) about success?
1: Let's see. Success. The favorable or prosperous determination of attempts or endeavors, the accomplishment of one's goals, the attainment of wealth, position, honors, or the like a performance or achievement that is marked by success as by the attainment of honors. A person or thing that has had success as measured by attainment of goals, wealth, etc.
0: That might be the longest definition we've ever had on, on Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then and then number five says obsolete.
0: Outcome. I don't know. Why would it say
1: that? Obsolete outcome. It says obsolete period and then outcome period. Huh. But we'll go by the first four. (laughs) How's
0: that? Sure. Maybe they mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's
1: interesting.
0: It is interesting. I've never heard of success being related to obsolete. Yeah, very interesting. I don't know what that, what that means. We're not going to go there, I guess.
1: No, but, yeah, so, favorable, prosperous, wealth, position, honors, performance, achievement, goals.
0: You know what I thought of when when you mentioned the word, the first thing that came into my mind? Wow. You know how... So- and, and maybe people still have these, but a lot of, um, like corporate offices, managers' offices used to have those big framed posters with like the um with like quotes about you know success or motivation or mm-hmm. um things. That that's what popped into my head. They're always like these kind of people standing on a mountain top with their fist raised, and there's some kind of eloquent. Saying to get people pumped up or inspire, that some kind bold, of yeah, some, bold some yeah, like
1: this, this is the picture of success.
0: Yeah, dream, dream it, wish it, do it. You know, those kind of <laughs> things. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what popped in my head because I think I had one back when I worked. You know, in the corp, in the corporate world, I think I had one in one of my old offices.
1: Well, I think I think as a society we put a lot on that that energy of success.
0: Um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of pressure, I mean, even from an early age, if you think about it, whether you're yeah. put your kids in sports yeah. or a spelling bee. <laughs> it starts Ac- anything really. academically Yeah. Yeah. You're right. From I, and I think now it's even an earlier
1: age than maybe Compared to how it was when we were in school.
0: Oh, probably. As I, I, I'm
1: guessing, there's more pressure now with um, all the testing and everything at school. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, it probably. I would think, you know, from an educator standpoint, that there is a lot of a lot riding on. In some school districts, there's a lot riding on those test scores hmm you know yeah. yeah and um you know often when you think of the word success like the yin and the yin to it you know success or failure like it's yeah is the other yeah. side of that and yeah i and
1: sometimes there's a big big chasm between that and really um looking at failure you know, some people don't even go there, you know. Any anything that happens it's learning, it's it's wisdom, it's you know, what did I learn from this fail.
0: Yeah. No, I like that because one of one of the things I was thinking about is I don't think of it as the yin to the yin or the yang to the yin. I think of it as that failure is is a part of success like
1: absolutely
0: you can't know you know you weren't you, you learn from your mistakes mm-hmm. so, see we did it again we get so excited see this is why it's unscripted
1: oh my gosh we did productive. we have
0: a template it's unscripted but as you guys have known if you've been listening we have a template we like to follow but we get so excited about certain words that we yes. just can't help but just start talking yes. about them i'm okay yes. with whatever that's why it's unscripted, but yeah. it just makes me laugh every time we just like we just jump right in. We just get so excited and like I the know. heck we with were, the temper. We were
1: pretty excited about that one. So, but um, did let's, you have something uh, in mind? I don't have anything in mind, but let's do something. <laughs>
0: um, Will she succeed? Shall
1: What do you say? Will
0: I? Succeed? <laughs> Will she succeed? She shall. She shall succeed.
1: Um, let's do just a a couple minutes of, um, centering and dropping into this moment. And if you are in a place where you feel comfortable closing your eyes, that's great. If not, that's just fine. Let's just take a moment here to center into... energy into this moment. A great way to do that is to feel the, the sensations in the body. Feel the aliveness in your hands. Notice any Sounds, maybe smells, feel the clothes on your skin. A moment of that type of awareness brings you in touch with this moment, who you are. Here we are. We can gently open our eyes and kind of go from this place into a conversation about the energy of success.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You know, when you were when you were doing that meditation and i was you know becoming more aware of of my presence in this place you a, a question formed in my mind you know and mm-hmm. i think i think the question has a lot to do with this topic today and the question was how did i get here you know, I was being very present, like you know, being aware of my breath. And it's like, how did I get here? And it's like, well, I got here through that previous breath, you know. So from mm-hmm. that, you know, that meditation standpoint. But that word, that phrase, made me think about, you know, the journey of success. Yeah. Or, or, or the journey of life, where success and failures are both kind of plopped along plotted along the timeline right Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know and we can probably look back at our lives and think about all the numerous times that we never thought we'd be here you know whatever that is whether that's physically metaphysically you know Mm -hmm. professionally whatever it might be but yet we are
1: we are and i that's a great question um and my teacher lee always says ask good questions so how did i get here and a lot of times in life we do take a moment to ask ourselves
0: that how did i get here yeah (laughs) you know and and whose life am i living right now (laughs) yeah
1: yeah and it can be you
0: think is it is there a perspective um, yeah component
1: to success you know one person's success might look a lot different from another
0: oh absolutely I think that's if if I ever gave anybody any advice about you know what it takes to six what it takes to succeed right mm-hmm this whole idea of measuring yourself up against somebody else's journey is just preposterous. You know, nobody knows how successful yeah, not, you are,
1: Right.
0: except you. That,
1: that is a slippery slope. If you any any comparing, I think is is a a slippery slope.
0: Well, you know, one of my communication teachers in college. Hit this phrase that stuck with me: It's "You can never walk in the same river twice, mm-hmm. right? Because the rocks have changed, the currents changed, you know, yeah. everything's changed. And you can't compare yourself to somebody else's success, you know. I can't look, yeah. you know, and if I wanted to be a qigong teacher, I couldn't, you know, go into it with the idea that I want to be a qigong teacher like Pat Jones. Yeah, I have to go yeah. into it." To just want to be a Qigong teacher. Mm-hmm. Right? Because otherwise I'm setting myself up for failure immediately by saying, I want to be a Qigong teacher like Pat Jones. Yeah. That yeah. even that little subtle disclaimer, and some of you might be thinking, well, that's not really comparative. That's just, you know, maybe you admire her and sure it's a there's intention there. But when you when you say even subtle things like that like somebody else, you are subconsciously and, comparing yourself to that person, and
1: you, and you might not even—it might be a subconscious thing. You might not even say it out loud or mm. or realize realize it that. And and so, doing something for yourself and striving for something um, in in your way, and and. Yes, journeying on your path—that's
0: um, kind of the way to go. I think too, we get caught up in this idea that, like, there's some kind of finality. Like, some like success is like a like a finish line, right? Mm-hmm. Once I achieve that, then that's it. Like, you know, and, and I think that's part of, I think that's part of the failure within success that, you know, part of striving to be successful is the ability to accept that at some point that plateau isn't going to be enough and you're going to have to perhaps be better or just accept your station Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that's where we spiritually and emotionally get caught up in success that, you know, I'm not as good as this person, so therefore I'm not successful. Well, yeah. That doesn't have to be the end-all be-all. You can be successful here just because they've achieved something different than you doesn't make you not successful.
1: Right, right. Again, that perspective and... And everyone's individual idea of what success means to that individual. What does success mean to you? Yeah. You
0: know. It is very individual. Mm -hmm. Which is why, again, why you shouldn't compare yourselves to other people because it's your journey. you know and an, again i'm on the quotes trail but they keep popping in my head that's good <laughs> one of the other quotes that i that i it's actually in my office it's a quote from henry ford whether you think you can or you can't you're right
1: yes yes and that's the energy that's mm-hmm. the energy of it yeah where where are you putting your energy what what are you focusing your can or cannot with (laughs) what kind of energy
0: yeah because it's success doesn't you know nobody who's ever succeeded at anything came by it easily now there may be people that you look at and go god they just have it so easy i bet if you sat Mm -hmm. down and you talked with them their story is no different than a lot of you know, yours or a lot of other people's you know that mm-hmm. that road has been paved with potholes and you know
1: yeah and kind of also
0: turmoil.
1: yeah also uh, a lot of successful people have had really difficult challenging situations in their childhood in their lives to overcome and have used that and blossomed into what looks like a lot of success
0: yeah I mean and you think about somebody like I think about athletes that I work with right and they're so motivated like when they come to me they're coming to me because they want to either stay on top of their game or push themselves to the next level of whatever they're doing right Mm -hmm. and you know when you think about people like that that it looks like it comes easy you know to athletes like they just have this natural ability to perform at whatever their level they're doing yeah and you know to them success looks like I got to go harder stronger better and and that is success for them you know to continue to just pound it out every day but you can't um you know but it's none of that's easy for them especially the mental game. Right, because you don't know how to be to outwit your opponent until you do. You know, right. I hear about um, my husband and I talk about this a lot like in football. You know, a court a good quarterback they can yeah, they have a good arm. You know, that's that's only part of it. That that athletic ability mm-hmm. of their success on being a good quarterback and yes, it's right around 80% it's the mental game Yeah, reading the field knowing how to respond to the line and all of those things that make him a good quarterback
1: yeah, and I think that's across the board for sports Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and when you think about it it's the same way in life Mm -hmm. we just don't quite relate to that yet (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways we don't realize how much our, our our focus of our mind influences what happens in our life and maybe our success
0: Absolutely our success. And, yeah. you know, another comparison would be, you know, you, you mentioned, like, you know, people coming up, like, they've had struggles and, mm-hmm. and and it wasn't always, you know, an easy road for a lot of people. You know, you hear them talk about all the failures, all the different times, you know. You can look at the analogy of Abraham Lincoln, which I used to have up in my office, about all the times he failed until he mm-hmm. became president. Um, you know and one I think one of the things I I get aggravated with sometimes is the lack of gratitude I think that comes in this idea of success versus failure Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is like by my standards right you know I'm successful I, I bought a home 12 years ago I just bought a new car last year you know, mm-hmm. so by a lot of people's definition of success, I look really successful, but it would be really easy, even though I don't do it, it'd be really easy for me to look, you know, down the street at another neighbor and go, wow, they have a really nice house, like, there's a house, like, four doors down that Chris and I just love, it was up for sale a few years ago, we went through it, and we went, gosh, that would be so, like, this house is just beautiful, and, um, you know like in, in there's that that intention that you put out there that somehow that family or that those homeowners are somehow more successful than you because their mm-hmm. house is newer and has the best of everything and it's like no you know you right. don't you don't know anything else about their life except the fact that they have a newer house than you do <laughs> yeah the
1: the material material and The
0: material things. things right. and why is that a why is that a benchmark, I guess, for success? Um, but it is for a lot of people it is.
1: I think I think it's something we've grown up with that's been part of our society, our world for a really long time
0: and and I'm not knocking that for people who have like strived and achieved and have like a, you know, half a million dollar house. Bravo. That was yeah. that was your path to success and that was your goal. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, for me, you know, living in a $150,000, you know, home that my husband and I have spent, you know, money and time and love to to make it our own, you know, that's success to us, you know. Um <clears throat> When, you know, you talk about those things, about not measuring it against other people, I think it's important to look at, you know, what it means to you. Um,
1: Um, and the phrase, it's all relative, comes to mind. (laughs) It is. Because, um, you know, there's people in the world that live in, um, a little hut and are just happy as can be and, exactly. and there's people that have a gazillion million billion dollars and every material thing you can imagine and they might be absolutely miserable
0: so, I used, when we first moved into this house i used to let a house define my my happiness I, I grieved that old, the house we used to live in. And I realized sitting here now as we're talking about this, how silly and what a waste of time it was. You know, because I still had, you know, there was memories that we made in those houses, other things that were more precious than the house itself. Right. Oh. I
1: think this makes me think of a, a little story. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it makes me think of my late husband... And um, which I'm glad I thought of a story about him because today would have been his 63rd birthday.
0: Well, happy birthday, Todd. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm glad I could sneak that in there. Yeah. Um, But it makes me think about because Todd was a big car guy and he owned, bought and sold a, a lot of cars over his life and um we had a uh, 55 chevy that he um completely restored um himself took him i can't remember how long it took him a long time
0: uh it's a nice car yeah and
1: it was beautiful and it was just the coolest thing the kids were little um when he was restoring it and um so then fast forward some years later can't remember how many years we had it and drove it and he decided he wanted to sell it and laura and i were just like so upset sad oh how can you sell that we don't want you to sell it you know And he said, Pat, it's just a hunk of metal. And I always remember that, and I think it was an important lesson for me and the kids that things are just things, Mm -hmm. and, and being attached to things, it just doesn't, it doesn't bring that happiness sometimes that we think it's going to. Um, so I, I, I look at that as as um, uh, that was a valuable lesson for me, and I've, I've had I've had to apply it to different <laughs> things in my
0: life. That is a valuable lesson. It, he, it seems like he understood, you know, the the terms of, you know, you know what life meant to him, what was important mm-hmm. to him. And it was like, you know, I still have the memories of the car yeah, and, and pictures you know, of the when car. You know, and
1: he was the one that put all the, the blood, sweat, and tears into it. Mm. And he was like, he, he was like fine him. with selling it moving on buying something else. <laughs> you know?
0: What, <laughs> just, what, did he buy another car after that?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Many.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, yeah I, I can't remember what went next I, or came next. I'd have to look at the list. We have a list.
0: Of, <laughs> of the cars? I think,
1: Yeah, I think it was 97 cars from the time he
0: was
1: 15 until he he lived till he was
0: 45 so So it was a it was a true passion of his
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah you know and I and you know I that word we don't um you know I think the word passion and success should be more associated maybe than even failure and success because you know in order to I feel in order in in every time I've ever been successful on my own terms it was a because I strived for something I was really passionate about like yeah when I was when I wrote my books in 2020 I was really passionate I wanted to be a self-published writer, I wanted to do it on my own
1: yeah
0: and and I did, and yeah. but I was really, really passionate about that, you know, it sounds like Todd is yeah. the same way with the cars. he was like, mm-hmm. it's just a hunk of metal. I'm ready to move on to the next the next project yeah.
1: the next experience, yeah. yeah yeah, that's a great point about passion I, that is um, very connected to
0: success and I, and I think you have to have some kind of passion and heart in it in order to you know to have passion and think and heart are the foundations of that determination Mm -hmm. determination then is the foundation of motivation and that's just what continues you you know uh, forward you know and, Mm -hmm. and, and striving to get toward whatever success looks like and like I said earlier, you know, for some people, success is, there's a finish line, a goal. Like Todd, he was like, I'm done with that that yeah. car, check it yeah, off.
1: Jack, and, I did it, yeah.
0: You know, and for some people, you know, it's moving on and up. And for him, maybe it was the same way. It's like, oh, all right, I did that. Time to move on to, having 90 some cars,
1: yeah. you know.
0: That he was true. <laughs> yeah, it was truly a passion that he was just like, okay, oh, on yeah. to the next. Yeah. What can I do now? You know, and I would imagine, like, you know, when you have something like that that you're just so passionate about, you don't you don't take time, I don't think, to stop and compare yourself to somebody else's metric.
1: No, I don't. It probably doesn't enter your mind.
0: No, because your intention I mean, is placed in an... It, it, your intention, the energy, that intentional energy is... Yeah. Is just very different. You're driven. On fire. You're driven from within.
1: And, and I just said it's on fire, and that makes me that fire, mm-hmm. like fire in the belly, yeah. you know, uh, fire in the heart, and yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: nobody's gonna stop me. Nobody's gonna tell me I can't do this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm just going for it.
0: And anytime you're doing something that you're passionate about, and you start to compare yourself to somebody else. Or, you know, you you, you, have, you just have to stop. Mm-hmm. Because that is a pattern of very unhealthy and toxic uh, energy that you're putting into yourself and out in the world. You just have to stop. Because if you don't have that drive and that passion to, you know, to see it through, the, the, there's no point. And if you're taking time to start comparing yourself other people's metrics and how they did it and what success looked like to somebody else then you're not gonna succeed because you're always going to be chasing somebody else's metric that
1: would just derail what you're trying to do
0: absolutely yeah it's um
1: that's huge that's a big point it,
0: it also doesn't happen overnight You know, how many times do you hear that when you hear the term success? There's that cliche kind of quote, you know, success doesn't happen overnight. No. You know, everything you've mentioned here. Or or sometimes it does, I guess.
1: (laughs) Or you hear somebody, well, they were an overnight success.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That's not, yeah, that wasn't exactly what popped in my head, but you're right. Sometimes you do hear people say that. that,
1: When you said that, I'm like, or they Uh? say overnight success. And... What seemingly to others looks like, quote-unquote, an overnight success, mm-hmm. has taken, you know, 30 years or 20 years
0: or something. Yeah, it's taken 30 years of work to get there, and then somebody discovered them, and then it seems like overnight, like, yeah. boom, one, like you think of a singer. One night they were performing in a bar, and somebody discovered them, and the next time, next week they're singing on the Grand Ole Opry, right? So. Right. You know, that's what makes it seem like it, but that wasn't without grit and hard work and the courage yeah. to even get up on stage and Everything. the heart, that heart and that passion to want to go on the journey at all. You know, mm-hmm. all of that, all of that built up over time. And then one day they just happen to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. So it even even overnight successes don't don't exactly happen overnight, even yeah. though we like to say that. Maybe, maybe there
1: is no such thing as an overnight success, you know? Yeah,
0: I don't think there is. I think it's a perception that we have yeah. of, you know, the discovery of, of that success. But, um, if you could think of one, like, I know we mentioned a bunch of them here, but if you could think of like one, maybe tip or measure metric of what success is to you, what would that, what would that be?
1: The first word that comes to my mind is contentment. Uh,
0: yeah. When you said that, I thought about, do you remember uh, the motivational speaker, Zig Ziglar? You heard of him? He's a favorite um, of mine.
1: Actually, you mentioned that in one of our mentioned him in one of our first podcasts, okay. and I was not familiar with him. And I think I looked it up at that time and and read about him a little
0: bit. He, one of the things that he's he always says about about success is it's a balanced life, leading a balanced life. When you said that, I thought about Zig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He makes the joke about, um, he used to read the, um, the newspaper and the Bible every single day because he wanted to know what both sides were doing. Yeah. <laughs> Take that for whatever you, you want.
1: That's balance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So contentment is that balanced life. It's about, you know, not really being able to wrap it up into one sentence. It's just. Feeling balanced and whole. And, yeah, I like that.
1: And happy with what is.
0: Yeah. Having that gratitude for mm-hmm. what you have versus, you know, what you don't have yet. Yeah. The worry about what you don't have yet. And the
1: non-striving... Sometimes we put a lot of energy into striving for things that we want or think we need and maybe it's better to just take a moment and just be content with what we have.
0: It's about finding joy on the journey. I'm I'm
1: preaching to myself right yeah,
0: now. Yeah, we, we both are.
1: I want to want to tell everybody I'm
0: preaching to myself. Well, we both are because you could have heard the you know the the pre-show conversation. Mm-hmm. You know I admitted that I didn't get as much writing done as I wanted to, and I was beating myself up lo- this week a little bit about God. What are you doing? Right? Remember I said that when yeah. we were talking before the show. Yeah. I said, yeah. and then I stopped that immediately, and I said, What are you doing? it doesn't yeah. matter if you get the book out this month or in April or December you're your own yeah. setting your own timeline so stop yeah. beating yourself up over some unrealistic expectation it's just silly and
1: sometimes we have to get out of our own way
0: absolutely <laughs> we are our own worst critics mm-hmm. you know um I was think when I asked you the question, I was trying to think of what mine would be, but I think honestly, you, not that I'm gonna take yours, but um, you can. But you know, <laughs> I, you know, playing off of that, this whole idea of um, you know being grateful for for what you have, um, you know. I'm a firm believer that we, you know, we, a lot of what we talked about here stems around this idea of, you know, we manifest our, our success. We can also manifest our failures. You know, if we keep putting out the idea out in the world that, um, you know, this sucks, nothing's good, nothing ever changes, if we keep putting that out there, then, well, that's exactly what you're going to get back. Yeah. And, you know, and so in that same way when you, you know, you put out the, the good, you know, and you say, you know, I'm just, I'm grateful for, you know, my home and my health and my family or, you know, whatever it is that you, that you have. When you have gratitude for that, what that does energetically and metaphysically is that it frees up your energy. When you put the gratitude out there, it frees up your energy and allows you to manifest um, and draw more success to you because universally, Uh, from a metaphysical standpoint the universe is not going to give you more if you're not grateful for what you already have Mm -hmm. and so being able for me success is is exactly like what you're talking about there it's having that gratitude for the abundance i've already been given because i you know I've I've kept no secret about it, and I don't necessarily want to go completely down that rabbit hole today, but, you know, I didn't have a very easy upbringing. Um, You know, there was a point in my life where I was homeless. There was a lot of, you know, catastrophic things that happened in my life that should have knocked anybody down. But I'm sitting here today as a co-host of my own podcast, you know, with a dear friend, and you know, when you think about the terms of success, man, I've come a long way. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel I feel like that, too.
0: Yeah. You know, looking at success in broader terms might be able to help you define what's right for you, your circumstances, you know, you might be able to look back on previous achieve, uh, achievements and those results, and and build upon that and define what you know what worked for you and that might help you to you know to build on that passion and to recognize those strengths and um, I don't like to call them weaknesses I call them perceived deficiencies <laughs> <laughs> nice. that, that hypnotic language um, you know because I don't it doesn't make you weak because you don't have something doesn't make you not successful because you don't have something you know you might feel like the home that you live in is maybe inadequate and you want to have a better home okay so that's just a perceived deficiency in your in in your mind that you want a better home but do Mm -hmm. you need a better home i guess would be my question because when I sit down and I look at, like, success, I think it's also defined in wants versus needs. Yeah. You know, Do I need to take six clients a day, four days a week in order to be successful? Do I need to put up a bunch of already recorded things on my website so that I can, you know, um, build on that kind of invisible income or passive income, right? Do I need to do all those things to be successful? You know, those are questions like I ask myself. And it's like, mm-hmm. I certainly could do all of those things. You know, and I'm not taking six clients a day, four days a week, <laughs> because <laughs> I wouldn't have time to eat. Um, you know, but it's setting those priorities and those successes versus the wants. I think that's what it comes down to. What do you really want? What do you really need?
1: Hmm. Uh, and if we could double back a little of bit course. when you when you were saying that about the universe and yeah, um, I it made I wrote down Wayne Dyer.
0: Love Wayne Dyer.
1: Me too. Mm-hmm. And in one of his videos that I watched years and years ago, he talked about if you say to the universe gimme, 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 Yep. the universe is going to say to you, gimme, gimme, gimme. If you say to the universe, how may I serve? Then the universe is going to say, how may I serve?
0: Yep. So. Whatever you put out is what Mm -hmm. you get back. And from an energy perspective, we're going to preach that. Probably every single time, right? Mm-hmm. No matter the word,
1: in one, in one way or another, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And and you know, another component I think that gets in people's way, um, um, on top of what you just pointed out there, this um, lack of gratitude or um, the this idea of, you know, it should just be, you know, I've already suffered enough. I should just be. The universe should just be kind and just give it to me already, um, you know. Without without that kind of ideology, if you're putting that out in the universe, what you're going to get, you're going to be just really disappointed with what you get back. Um, another obstacle, though, that I find that used to get in my way um, was fear. You know, it was only just a few years ago. I mean, yes, I've been, I've talked about you know how I've been doing hypnosis for 20 years but it wasn't until about three and a half years ago that I said I'm not going to work for anybody else I'm going to go work for myself and I was the breadwinner and you don't just quit your job when you're the breadwinner unless you're me (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um but it was success for me had to do with overcoming the fear Mm mm-hmm I'd already over... Oh,
1: yeah, that, taking that risk.
0: It was so scary.
1: Yeah, I bet.
0: You know, how are we going to make our mortgage payment? How are we going to pay our car payments? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? I kept putting that out in the universe and asking, how is this going to happen? How is that going to happen? Um, and I went to, um, a wonderful class. It was taught locally, um... mindful leadership, it just happened to fall in my lap that I got this opportunity to go quite literally two months after I quit my job. Um, But that cycle of fear was still running through my head about Mm -hmm. how uncomfortable we were going to be now because I wasn't making as much money now. And what I learned was this this thing, this phrase that's just been my new mantra since taking that class. And that was, um, I kept so just like you were talking about, you know, with the thing with Wayne Dyer, you put out in the universe, you get back. Well, I kept saying, you know, what if I fail? What if I fail? What if I fail? And the universe would say, come back and say, what if you fail? What if you fail? Right. So, what if you fail? And then that changed to, but what if you don't?
1: What if you succeed?
0: Yeah. That was scarier. Yeah. When I had that realization that there's a possibility that I might make this work, that was scarier than the fail. Because, Mm -hmm. you know why? I knew how to fail. I already i i, I knew how I know to, how to fail. I'm good at it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I i'd already i'd already done that a bunch I of times. have done that. <laughs> what does success look like? I don't know. That's scary. <laughs> ah, the
1: unknown. Yep. Fear the unknown. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I just had to remind myself that I can't quit when it gets hard because when I quit when it got hard is why I failed. Mm-hmm. Every time I failed, it was because I quit because it got hard. There's,
1: there's your quote for the week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she likes, in case nobody, nobody picked up on this, she likes to write down epiphanies and words yeah. of wisdom that I come out of my mouth. I'm telling you, she's gonna write a book. <laughs> Crazy things that Nora Noble said, something no. like that.
1: Brilliant thing. <laughs> Thank you. She gives
0: me a lot of credit. It just makes me no, laugh because.
1: Can't remember
0: exactly how you <laughs> said it so love that playback yeah yeah she'll she'll catch it in the playback when she listens yep. to the show later but yeah it, it was along the lines of that. you know it was the reason that you know it was scary to succeed is because it wasn't scary to fail because I'd already failed mm-hmm. you know it was scary for me to succeed because that was I. I didn't know that I, I had no idea what to expect because mm-hmm. I, you know, I every time I ever, every time that I ever failed was because it got hard and I just quit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that that's my that would be my takeaway is that when it starts to get hard and difficult, ask yourself that question: Is it worth it to me? If the answer is no, then maybe that's not the path you're supposed to go down. You know, mm-hmm. maybe that's that, um, not necessarily a failure, but the learning experience within that, you know, that road to success. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're like, oh, is well, isn't my thing.
1: Every experience we have, we are we are to learn from, you
0: uh, know. I'll share, uh, can I share a quick story? sure that popped in my head i'll give you an idea several years ago probably about at least a decade ago my husband and i we loved we loved wine tasting and we fell in love with the idea of even opening our own winery someday oh yeah so we um i i I worked at a local winery um just part-time to help you know help them out when they first opened Um, years ago and they taught me how to how to make wine and often you know I love the whole idea of the science experiment you know they'd come from the from the winemaking room and they'd go you know taste this and tell me what you think I you know and so I got to experience that kind of thing and it was really a lot of fun and I really enjoyed it and so one time um you know I I came home and I said I want to I think I want to try to make wine on our own I want to do this, so I, I made a deal with my boss and said, from now you know from now until I get all the equipment, will you pay me in equipment so I can make my stuff at home instead? Of, then I didn't have okay. to buy it, right? Right. Got all the wine making equipment. We were so excited. We got our juice. We got home. We did all the. They gave us a tutorial and showed us how to start. Right. Got home. We got the recipe. We did it all. In about a week or so into our process, everything's looking good. It's changing colors. You smell it, yeah, it's fermenting, you can tell. And I don't know if this is part of the process or not, because this is the part of the story where I said, It's too hard. We're <laughs> done with this. Because and I don't drink what much I don't drink wine very often anymore, and when I do, I don't remind myself of this story. <laughs> Little, little things started to form in my wine, which I'm going to assume were, um, well, I'll just say it. We're all grown-ups here. Maggots. Um, and I said to my husband, I'm not a winemaker. We're going (laughs) to...
1: I have been defeated
0: by by a maggot. I'm pouring this out and... And the wine and the wine making, oh, no. wine making equipment is still in our basement. In oh. uh, ten years later, but that's just one of those things that sometimes you yeah. know, in the failure, you come to the realization that this isn't my thing, and that's okay. Maybe this isn't for me. Yeah. yeah, that's not a failure. I just want to show. I I, I told that story so that I can help people understand that that's not a failure. That's an that's a realization.
1: That's a and a lesson yeah. and I'll enjoy my sips of wine even more now knowing that
0: uh, I know. and
1: being, so, yes. being so thankful that there's people out there that know how to do it.
0: Yeah. And, and, and whether, <laughs> and, and I don't want any of our winemaking friends to listen to this and to email me and tell me that that's part of the process because you'll ruin me forever. I don't need Send to your, know that information.
1: <laughs> Send your cards and letters. To
0: Noble. <laughs> no, she doesn't want to know. Doesn't want to know. So um, when we come back.
1: Oh, that's so good.
0: <laughs> we love to laugh on this program. We do. Um, when we come back here from break, we're gonna take a short break and then we come back and we do a short meditation about the um, realizations, I think, within success. So stay tuned. Do you have a word you want Pat and I to consider for a future episode? You can leave it on our Facebook page at Unscripted Energy or email us at unscriptedenergy@gmail. at gmail. Dot .com We look forward to hearing from you. Oh, welcome back. Welcome back everybody. So, we're talking about this idea of success and, you know, the realizations within success. You know that within success there's there's failures, there's lessons that come along the way. You know, Pat and I both gave some, um, you know, awesome, you know, exchanges here, some stories about, you know, what that looks like from our own personal perspective. Um, You know, within this idea of success comes, um, you know, this kind of weighing and balancing the wants versus the needs and having this gratitude for what you have. But along that line, along that journey, the ultimate goal is is success. It's striving for something that you want or that you do need. You know, maybe you do need a better home, and you re- you really just you know know what that looks like. You want to get out of your current situation. Maybe you need a better job. Um, maybe you want a promotion. Maybe you're striving for better health. You know, maybe you're you're dealing with. Um, some health issues and you just want to strive for that and that's what success looks like for you Um, so in all those things you know first and foremost I say that you have gratitude and so in this embodiment of having gratitude first for what you already have then we will build upon um, taking that journey towards manifesting what's coming for you as a result of having that gratitude so if you'll indulge me I'd like you to you know get sit comfortable get a nice good posture if you're someplace where you're able to do that if you're able to safely close your eyes go ahead and do so if you're sitting making sure that your spine is straight you're relaxed Breathing through your nose to your own rhythm and pace. And begin to just be aware of your breath moving through your body. Just observe it without judgment. With pure awareness that breath coming in. And that breath going out. And now. Shift that awareness. In your mind. And bring to mind the gratitude. For the things that you currently have. And maybe you. Just focus on. Maybe you focus on all the things you're grateful for. Maybe you. Bring that lens, that kaleidoscope focus in more centered on what it is that you're grateful for in this idea of succeeding on one particular goal in mind. Maybe there's things you've already put in the path on the way leading down that path to success maybe there's lessons that you've learned perceived deficiencies things that didn't go exactly like you planned but you're grateful for the lessons within them whatever that looks like to you just bring it to mind without judging it without overthinking it just have gratitude for it and as you do, notice that breath Balanced and centered in that gratitude for all that you have and all that you've learned and how does that shape your success and so as you shift your awareness from your breath bring into your mind the success that you'd like to create Just imagine what your life would be like if you achieved this goal. Truly visualize it, detailed, precise, how you think that you would feel if you were successful. And now this part is a little bit complicated. People overthink this next step. It's very important, but a lot of people think that they'll get it wrong. They're gonna think immediately when I say this, what the heck is she doing? She trying to sabotage me? Your mind will create obstacles. It happens. Because we're always trying to search for the thing that's going to get in our way. Because we know how to fail. We also know how to succeed. You will become aware of things that are preventing you from being successful. This is important. Because you need to acknowledge those obstacles so that you can overcome them. If you continue to pretend like they don't exist, they are going to jump out of the bushes and onto your path. But when your mind produces an obstacle, I just want you to say yes. This is an obstacle on my way to success. This is how I will overcome this obstacle. Yes, this is an obstacle on my way to success. This is how I will overcome this obstacle. This is just an obstacle on my way to success, and this is how I will overcome this obstacle. And then visualize overcoming the obstacle, moving towards success. And as you move towards success, I want you to visualize a calendar. You see the months and the days and you see on that calendar, you circle in your mind's eye, the date that you want to achieve that goal. But here's the beautiful thing, that's a goal. You have the power of the pen. If you don't like the script, you get to rewrite the story it doesn't go your way you get to make changes you get to move obstacles create new paths erase the circle around the number and pick a new number and pick a new month but for now as we wind down this meditation see in your mind's eye the month the day the year that you will achieve that goal And see the obstacles in your way. And see yourself overcoming those obstacles. And see yourself arriving there in the center of that circle on that date, Feeling that success on your face and your shoulders. Your heart. Your gut. Your feet. Balanced. Whole. Successful you. Namaste. Namaste. Yeah. You
1: determine your success. Yeah, that was excellent. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you. Like we said, you determine your success. You get to choose the path and how it's written out. And yes, for those of us who, you know, believe and are lifted up to a higher power, we know that there's a lot of things that we don't get to choose and we don't know about that are already written for us. All we can do is overcome and live to breathe and just know. And I think there's some success in that. If you just breathe and you just know and you keep striving forward, you're already succeeding. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Any final thoughts, Pat, that you have today? Mm. We said it all, folks. We did.
1: (laughs) Right there at the end when you said moving on or moving forward, something like that, you yeah. know, I think it's, you know, success might be putting one foot in front of the, the other sometimes, um, yeah. because we've said it before, it's not easy, no. and uh, the path can be not easy, but um, striving and moving forward and so, and be- if, beautiful meditation. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And if all you did today was opened your eyes and, and, and were aware that you woke up today, that's a success for some people. And if you were able to string mm-hmm. together, you know, if you're able to string together 60 minutes and be aware of your presence for an hour... That's success to some people, and my gosh, it seems like you run an Olympic. If you were able to string twenty-four of those together and get through a whole day, mm-hmm. and if the only thing you've ever accomplished today was that you got up and you took a breath and you realized that you were thankful that you did that, yeah. let that be your success today. Yes. No pressure. Yeah. No pressure. So until next time, I'm Nora Nopal. Stay well. Stay safe. Peace. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to Unscripted Energy, a podcast by host Nora Nopal. And Pat Jones. The viewpoints on Unscripted Energy are those solely of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of our followers or commentators. Thank you for tuning in to Unscripted Energy.